Crazy RTX 4090 numbers keep coming out. Netflix has figured out how they're gonna charge you from living at more than one house and the fastest laptop you've ever gosh dang seen. Let's get into the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're gonna be going over the hottest tech news that I can find on the internet while you enjoy your breakfast, starting off with a continuation of the headline from yesterday's episode of Hot News, where we got our first official benchmark of the RTX 4090. And now there are more details coming out about this next-gen flagship card. It does make sense as we're getting closer, we're gonna continue to hear these numbers, but this one is actually a little bit higher end than what we heard from yesterday's report with yesterday indicating that the 4090 should be about 66% faster than a 3090 Ti and 82% faster than an RTX 3090. This one indicates that uh, it should roughly run 2.2 times as fast in specific video game benchmarks. Specifically, this one was about control with it running at ultra settings, at 4K, with ray tracing on, and DLSS and hitting 160 FPS. And according to reports, the RTX 30 3090 manages about 72 FPS. So a 2.2 times increase over what you can expect on what is one of the current flagship cards that Nvidia produces. So this is a major uplift from generation to generation. That's pretty big. However, one of the things that's brought up in this video cards article, which I think is good to consider, is the fact that this might not necessarily be in just regular video game performance. This could be due to a number of different things. It could be due to the fact that this card is supposed to have 50% more CUDA cores, which is the main driver of video game performance. It could be that the ray tracing cores are actually a little bit faster or a little bit re-engineered so that you get a little bit more FPS when it comes to ray tracing stuff, or the tensor cores are re-engineered and faster. And so that when you turn on DLSS, it actually will up the frame rate quite considerably. So any one of those factors could potentially help to boost the FPS and you might not be able to see 2.2 times gains in every single game that you play, but maybe if it's in the games that Nvidia wants to push for RTX on, we're gonna see those big performance uplifts. Hopefully this might get us to the point where putting ray tracing on might not come at as significant performance penalty, losing 5% performance as opposed to 50% performance. I would love to see the day because in some games, ray tracing looks absolutely stunning. So if we could get there with the 40 series, I think that's a bright future for all of us. Only took three generations for Nvidia to get us to a point where ray tracing actually might make a little bit of sense. I don't know, but I sense that I'm done talking about that part of hot news. Let me know what you think of the 4090s 2.2 times down below in the comments. But speaking of things that take a little while, Twitch is finally rolling out a charity fundraising tool called Twitch Charity, which is only being rolled out in a closed beta at the moment to select users. But instead of having users donate their subs and their bits and everything to the actual streamer, and then trusting that the streamer is gonna donate it after the fact, they're gonna partner up with PayPal's giving fund to make it so that the money goes straight towards the charity and Twitch doesn't get a cut of it, nor does the streamer, which is something that would save me from a lot of headaches and trying to get the money from Twitch and then having to deduct it on my taxes in a weird way because I got the money, but I never actually kept it. But because of my line item deductions, the deduction isn't high enough for me to take the, the freaking, it's a whole mess of a thing, but I'm glad to see Twitch rolling it out. Potentially, we might be using this for this year's big charity event that we do 
for UFD Tech. Uh, we might be doing another Cannonball for the Cure, not 100% set on what our plans are at the moment, but we will be having a big charity event later this year to help raise funds for my son's rare disease and the research that goes into curing it. So get, get your money saved up, which in case you're invested in crypto, Hey, you want to toss a little to rare disease research? Because Bitcoin is up 8.8% today to be at $23,500. A massive improvement over yesterday, a massive improvement over where it was at the beginning of the weekend at roughly $19,000, continuing to surge as I'm recording. Ethereum also up 7% on top of the 9% increase it saw yesterday to be at 1570 and Dogecoin up 6% to be at 6.99 cents. So crypto having a pretty solid day. What about UFD deals? We having a solid day, Reese? Hey friends, Reese here bringing you the hottest tech deals out on the internet. Today we're starting out with Samsung 970 Evo Plus 500 gig SSD, which is currently going for $59.99, which means the 500 gig version is currently cheaper than the 250 gig. We also have the Razer Black Widow V3 Mini, a 65% wireless mechanical gaming keyboard, 65% is my go-to. And if you like the look of Razer products, this is a solid pickup at $119.99, which is currently $60 off the usual price. You can find today's deals and more in the link in the video description. Cheers. Reese give you the solid deals. GM wants to solidify you working with them on EVs. Them announcing their Blazer EV that should come out sometime in mid 2023, late 2023, early 2024. The Chevy Blazer EV gonna come in four different trims, one LT up to SS with it having front wheel drive, rear wheel drive, or all wheel drive availability. And it has estimated ranges between 247 miles and 320 miles, depending on which version you get, starting at $45,000 and going all the way up to $67,000. And a lot of this will depend on what the speed is, what the range is. The SS is supposed to do zero to 60 in under four seconds. I, I, I like the look of it. I think they've definitely come out with a good looking SUV. The range is a little lacking, in my opinion, for what the price that they're asking for, only getting 250 miles on the base SUV is, is few compared to the competition. It's not great. Uh, the RS getting 320, the fact that that's the max is a little sad. I don't know. That could just be me. I've been looking at vehicles for the last. Kyler, how long have we been looking for cars? Nine calendar years. We've spent a lot of work hours trying to find me a new vehicle because uh, my current one is not holding up so great. And oh man, I want an EV so badly, but ah, oh, there's so many. It's all conflated. There, there's no electric vehicle that's good for me. There's no ICE vehicle that's good for me. I'm, I'm struggling, but Tesla is not because they have produced their two millionth vehicle from their Fremont factory out in California. Elon Musk congratulating the Fremont team on Twitter ironic there with it being a model three that's coming off of the production assembly and you can see the tesla team there celebrating the two millionth vehicle coming off of this production line currently it seems that the california factory is producing roughly a hundred thousand model snx vehicles per year and at roughly half a million threes and y's per year shanghai is ramping up to be at four hundred fifty thousand model three and model y's and then their giga berlin and giga texas factories are currently also in the ramping stage so tesla should hit more 
more milestones as the years progress. They should hit a new million every two years or so. Fremont likely not gonna go that much faster, but Giga Texas and Giga Berlin definitely have the capability to produce a lot more vehicles. And now we know when Elon Musk will have to produce the details that he has yet to produce with regards to Twitter lying about their bot situation. And it's gonna be happening in October. A judge in the Delaware Court of Chancery ruling that there will be a hearing taking place against Twitter and Elon Musk in October for five days as part of this ongoing saga of Elon Musk trying to buy Twitter and then being like, no, I don't want to, even though he was like, we're gonna solve the bots. And they was like, oh, there's too many bots to solve. He didn't know about the bots, but he also knew about the bots because he wanted to solve the problem. And trust him, he definitely has secret information that Twitter isn't providing on whether or not there's too many bots of what they're saying is lying to the SEC and all of their shareholders. So trust him, but he needs more time in order to do it because Elon Musk was actually looking to have this trial pushed to February so that he could get the evidence that he needed and said that Twitter is actually trying to move at warp speed right now when they won't even help him with the data that he's been looking for, which Twitter has said is utter nonsense because they're providing him with all of the data that he's asked for. And instead of getting the September four day trial like Twitter requested, it's now going to be October five day trial. So not quite what Twitter wanted, not quite what Elon wanted, but uh, this is gonna be a fun crap show. Kyler, you ready for the crap show? Six. No, like in general. So like tomorrow? Potentially. Okay, Kyler's gonna be at the crap show and Netflix is gonna be at your wallet asking for more money, at least if you live in certain countries in Latin America where they're testing out charging people for sharing their passwords in different homes as Netflix is going to be calling this. So this is gonna be taking place starting on August 22nd in five different Latin American countries, Argentina, Dominican Republic, El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras will have to pay for extra homes. So this isn't gonna be as, as simple as you would think it has to be where it's like, oh, if I log into a different IP address, do I actually have to get cut off? No, there's rules here, okay? So if you watch on your phone and tablet, you can watch as much as you want, whenever you want, because they don't consider that being a home. But if you try to stream from a TV, then you can only access Netflix and no additional charge for two weeks away from your primary residence. And then you can only stream for free at a particular location once. And then after those two weeks are gone and you go back to a location where you previously maxed out the free access to the service, Netflix will ask if you wanna add that at home for an additional fee per month. Additionally, basic tier subscribers can add one extra home and then two extras for standard and three extra for premium. And that is gonna use information like IP addresses, device IDs and account activity to detect homes and make sure that all the VPN and proxy stuff isn't going on, which Netflix definitely cracked down on. I believe it was in like 2017. I was accessing my American Netflix from South Africa via VPN and then they were like, nope, you're not doing that anymore. And I was like, Nope, I'm not doing that anymore. And Netflix will allow you to stop paying for the extra home whenever you want, and you can replace your added home up to three times every six months. The cost for such a setup is going to be roughly $3 per month in order for you to add it. In Latin America is where Netflix was originally testing all of this password sharing stuff. It likely will be transitioning to the US at some point and the rest of the world because Netflix has made it very clear that they wanna do that in order to increase, increase their revenue because they're not gonna be adding as many subscribers as time is going on. And the ever-present demon of capitalism demands a sacrifice of more growth all the time, always, regardless of whether or not it's good for us, it's good for them, and it's good for the environment. Screw all that, more growth always. You hear that, Kyler? What?
You need to grow more. Me? Yeah, you. Uh, nope, not enough for capitalism. Grow more. Okay. Give me growth. I'll grow. Oh boy. <laughs> well, Netflix wants to make it more complicated for their paying customers. YouTube wants to make it easier for you to pay me via my creative stuff that I want to sell. Creator merch, all of that good stuff. Shopify and YouTube getting integration so that you can buy stuff on YouTube's app and never have to leave. This is your home forever. You watch this episode of Hot News. You watch yesterday's episode of Hot News. You go watch a UFD tech video. You keep here. Stay here forever. You want to buy our merch? We're not on Shopify, so don't even worry about that. This press F to pay respect shirt that we came out with three years ago. Uh, I don't think it's available for sale anywhere. Let me know down below if you want me to bring it back. Potentially do that. Talk to Reese, see if we can uh, come up with a new way of selling this to you, which Apple not selling you the butterfly keyboards anymore, okay? Because that was bad and there was a lawsuit for $50 million and Apple's having to pay up. They're settling the lawsuit for $50 million. This is in regards to the butterfly keyboards that broke easily, sensitive to crumbs and dust and needing full replacements, keycap replacements, a whole bunch of stuff. This was an issue between 2015 and 2019 where their keyboards were just utter garbage and people didn't like them and they were like, why won't you fix this, Apple? The lawsuit alleged that Apple actually knew that they were doing this and did did nothing to fix it and they're going to be paying it out up to $395 if you had to replace multiple keyboards, $125 for one full replacement and only $50 if you had to only replace keycaps. The lawyers are taking 15 of the $50 million so there might not be that much money for you but at least it's not 45 of the 50. Be grateful for that and be grateful that your eyes can see refresh rates that are huge okay because Alienware unleashing the ultimate AMD Advantage laptop and industry first 480 hertz display. This is absolutely banana hammocks crazy of a laptop. This Alienware M17R5. It's gonna have a Ryzen 6000 series processor, RX 6000 series graphics, and a ton of other stuff, including the 1080p 480 hertz, three millisecond gaming panel, which I mean, I don't know, but uh, I wouldn't buy a three millisecond panel. I mean, why couldn't they get one millisecond? What's wrong with them? What's wrong with me? I don't know. But I'm done with this episode of Hot News. We'll catch you here for more tech news tomorrow, my friends. Until then, I think.